Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robert Watchett, Nate Klaus. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill, 30th in Yankee Hill. Stopped in there Friday night, um, watched the Husker-Illinois game. Place was uh, very busy, uh, great crowd. Um, was able to have Valentine's Day dinner with some friends, and we drove in there and, and caught the second half and – Came up short, but a great place to watch the game, get some beers. Uh, you won't find a more, uh, a better place in town to watch a game right now than Tanner Sports Bar and Grill on 30th and Yankee Hill. Robin, Nate, let's talk um, dead period for recruiting. Um, you know, I, I think there was optimism, there was hope that it would go to a quote quiet period on a April 16th. Pete Thamel teased us with that report that it was going to happen. And then May 31st now is the dead period. And this puts things in a lot of binds. But, Nate, you're seeing a lot of kids now essentially going on trips like Micah Riley Ducker just did from Bellevue West. He went to Iowa and Auburn and multiple campuses. So kids are just going to start going in their car and taking these visits without coaches meeting with them technically. But wink, wink, nod, (laughs) nod. Oh, we ran into Coach Jones at um, the Outback. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, that's what it's come to. I mean, it's it's these self-guided, unofficial visits, and you're right. I mean, honestly, they're not supposed to run into any coaches. They're, they can't tour the facilities or anything. But, um, you know, from some of the players I've talked to recently, they run into players. That, what are you doing at the Marriott, Coach? Have, I didn't know you were well, staying at the Marriott. I, I don't know. I haven't necessarily heard of that. Bad. Heard of that. I, and I'm sure it's happening. I, I mean, look – if if Tennessee was paying players just putting cash in McDonald's, in McDonald's bags. bags, then you then you know that a coach is going to randomly run into one of their recruits on campus. I mean, let's just face it. But what's happening is that the coaches are coordinating with their current players and saying, "Hey, uh, Jimmy Joe is going to be on campus on Saturday, and he's going to be at the Union at noon. So go to the Union at noon and look for Jimmy Joe. Wink, and, wink, and nod, take nod. him on a tour of everything. So." That's give him a bag of McDonald's. Well, yeah, and, and give him some, give him some McNugs if he wants. So, uh, yeah, I think that's that's what's happening. They're they're running into players, and then the players are giving them tours and and everything. Um, and I mean, that's what's got to happen. I, I feel terrible for these recruits because they they aren't they aren't able to to go through the process. I mean, we're we're gonna we're about to have March Madness, and we're we're flying the NCAA basketball teams all over the country. But you can't let a kid go vi- take an unofficial visit with with the coaching staff. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I, I I don't understand it, and it's doing nothing but hurting the players when the NCAA is supposed to look out for the players. Um, but and I don't know what's going to be different between April fifteenth and and June one. You know, I mean, you're going to tell me things are going to be that much different. It's this one size fits all mentality that they're trying to create. And as we've learned with COVID, Florida and California are completely different places Mm -hmm. where COVID, Illinois and Florida. And and, I mean, 
and you can't really align the whole country with COVID and fairness because it's not fair right now if you live in California with the way it's locked down or in Florida. You can do whatever you want right now at this mm-hmm. point. Well, and I get like wanting to limit competitive advantages and disadvantage just by like what your local authorities say. But at the same time, like go beyond just what it means for the college programs. Think about what it means for these students, like the recruits. And mm-hmm. you're talking about 2020 recruits that are going to not have the opportunity to see a second straight spring game now. And like the the lack of just in-person recruitment that these kids are still going to have to make their decisions at a scheduled point in time. And they have as little information to make those decisions as any recruit before them, at least in the modern era. And that I think is, the, they're the, the biggest victims of all this. Yeah, programs, you know, have to find different ways to recruit, but these student athletes that, you know, are getting offers and building relationships with coaches over text and uh, zoom i mean it's not the same and you think the transfer market is already a disaster just wait until all these guys go halfway across the country to a school where they've never even been uh, with playing for coaches they've never met face to face and then find out that it wasn't what they thought they were signing on for i mean it's going to be a total disaster with the next couple of classes of kids not being informed enough to make the right decision the biggest decision of their athletic careers and I mean, that's going to be a consequence that is not being considered nearly enough as we kind of focus so much on trying to keep things fair, quote unquote, for one school to the next. Well, and the thing, the, the thing that this 2022 class is dealing with that 2021 didn't have to is the fact that they weren't able to, to take visits in the fall. They weren't able to go attend game days and, and do any of that. And a lot of the 2021 recruits, they were doing those unofficial visits on game days during the season. Um, it, it, so they at least had a, a baseline knowledge of what, what the atmosphere was like or you know what it felt like on game day at, at, at some of these places. And, and these current juniors that are, that are entering their senior year right now, I mean, they, the large majority of those guys have no idea what it's like to, to visit a, and see a place and, uh, you know, on a Saturday. And, and so, I mean, that's, I mean, like you said, Robin, they, these guys have no basis for, for what they're making their decision off of other than these virtual tours or these self-guided tours that they're doing. I mean, think if you're one of these kids locally. I mean, we're seeing a run of in-state kids get more offers than we've ever seen before. Big offers, Power 5 offers, not just in the Big Ten and they want these kids want to see these places uh-huh. like they, they want to go there so and they deserve bad. to and they're going and driving on their own to do all i mean it's just ridiculous that it's gotten to this point that you can't have guys on campus for spring practice like you can't stand in the bleachers from a distance and watch spring practice like yeah. i mean i don't know it's there's going to have to be a point where where they get this figured out and I really hope like they don't table this again and table it again. I hope we start to get some answers what June one is going to look like because if if it's delay, 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 then it's just going to be another delay. I hope over the next few weeks they they start to come up with a plan. All right, we've got until May thirty first. Let's lay out the plan for June one because we can't keep doing what we're doing right now. Well, and like, not only is it just about visits and like building relationships, but the evaluation that's being missed here. And 
the exposure opportunities that's being missed here where coaches cannot go see players in person and they're relying on highlight films and uh, recruiting profiles to make offers, which I think personally is a big reason why some of these guys that normally would have flown under the radar, especially around Nebraska, are getting these big time offers because they see, you know, a handful of power fives offered. We might as well throw our hat in the rink after watching a few highlights. And uh, I think that's another one of those kind of ripple effects of all this is, you know, for one, guys might be getting offers that they normally wouldn't get but two you also have guys that probably aren't getting offers that they should because they're not being seen i know in basketball so you know because the the dead period's going into may now that's going to completely eliminate another april live evaluation period april is always the biggest kickoff evaluation weekend or weekends of the aau calendar and now like the nike uibl they're not even planning on really doing anything in april it sounds like everybody's just kind of moving their focus to june uh and so that's june july potentially maybe of actually getting coaches to come see players uh on the summer aau circuit and you know for guys around here you know that go beyond the 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 known commodities like isaac trout jason green those types you know, they're not going to get seen. You know, they're, they're not going to be able to get uh, the offers that they might otherwise get that other guys before them in this state have gotten from participating in these exposure events because they're, they're being completely robbed of that opportunity. Yeah, the, the players that had the early interest are, are benefiting from that early interest because these schools that haven't seen them in person are just basically – Figuring that okay, well, the, the teams that offered early, they saw them in person. We'll trust their valuation. Yeah. And and the players that that had you know that were relying on like the Jake Apple gets. Yeah, th- that were relying on their junior film and for coaches to come through the school and and get an eyeball on them. Um, you know, they're they're sitting there without the offers that they should have right now. Like think if Nebraska Nate just didn't offer Ernest Hausman and kind of waited. Do you think he'd have offers nope. right now? Nope, no way. Uh, so yeah, it wouldn't it, happen. It, it, it's just interesting. You're right. I mean that. Oh, Michigan and these teams offer a guy in Columbus, Nebraska. It just, but these guys are trapped in their office. They got nothing to do other than to do Zoom virtuals and huddle watching sessions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and again, you're going to see consequences that where not only are players going to get themselves into situations that they don't bargain for, but coaches are going to recruit players that they probably normally or may not normally recruit. All right, mailbag. When we come back, we'll take your questions. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.